Welcome to Therapy Wine and Jesus. I am your host, Tiffany Winfield. I hope you are doing amazingly well today. As you know, Therapy Wine and Jesus, three things that I need to get through this thing called life, okay? Because life be lifing. <laughs> and I am a perfectly imperfect Christian. I am still working on my relationship with God. And I think as the church folks say, I am probably still a babe in Christ. Okay. So hence my wine. I'm going to continue to drink my wine until I'm delivered from that. Um, in therapy, I'm going to continue to go to therapy. Um, unlike popular belief amongst, I think probably older Christian beliefs, you do need some therapy with your Jesus. I do believe you need to turn to Jesus first and then follow up with some therapy and get you a little, get you a little glass and get a little bit of this wine. Okay. <laughs> so y'all let's go ahead and get into the wine for today. So I went to Dollar General to get some things and I don't know, somehow I just was led, the spirit led me to the the wine owl, which I didn't even know there was a wine owl. At, yeah, I guess I did. I didn't know. I just never walked through it. There was a wine owl at Dollar General. And I was like, oh, let me see what, what we can get real quick to add to the repertoire of wine. Try something, something different, something a little cheaper. That's perfectly fine. So I picked up something called Brightlands Sweet Blueberry. Um, It is a grape wine and it has, what's this? Let me see. Y'all need some readers. 8% alcohol. So it was only like $5.95 at Dollar General. Um, I've never seen this Brightlands um, brand before. or Maybe I just never paid attention to it anywhere else. But we're going to go ahead and give it a swig. Um, I'm not a fan of blueberry, but for some reason this blueberry was calling my name. So I haven't tasted it yet. I'm going to taste it while I'm talking to y'all. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm sniffing it. It smells real good. It reminds me of grape jelly. That's exactly what it, it smells like. Some Welch's grape jelly. Mm, okay, let's go ahead and, and take a sip. Let's see. Okay. It's smooth. It's smooth. It's sweet. Mmm. It has a good flavor. When I drink this, I want to pour some ginger ale in here for some reason. That might be really good. Some ginger ale and put you some um ice cubes with some blueberries in the ice cube. Ooh, that'd be so good, friend. Mm, mm. One more sip. Oh my God. That's really good. Okay, $5.95 wine. You better come through, Brightlands. I don't know. Like I said, it's 8% alcohol. Um, I just, you know, I'm not sipping to to get drunk or anything, but you know, just to mellow you out, 8% will will do. <laughs> Check it out when you get a chance, friend. All right. So let's go ahead and get into some therapy and Jesus, y'all. So if you listen to episode 18, hit the submit button. I talked about basically when you pray to God, you need to hit the submit button and let it go. Once you hit that submit button, you're basically sending your prayers out, your manifestations out into the world, and you're waiting to receive something back from God, from that submission. So I want to follow up and talk about 
worry. Did y'all know that, did you know that worry is a sin and that's the same thing as being anxious and we need to repent from worry? Oh, you let me put my, my caveat, my disclosure out there. I am nobody's Sunday school teacher, praise and worship leader, nobody's youth minister, nobody's uh, choir director. I am just, again, a perfectly imperfect Christian trying to get closer to God. And this is my interpretation of what I read from the Bible and how I apply it to my life and how I take that and also apply it with the therapy that I'm receiving um, as well. So whatever you want to do with that, don't come for me because I don't know exactly. I'm not a theologian. I'm just giving you my my opinion. OK, so back to our regularly scheduled program. Um, worry is a sin and we're not supposed to worry. We're not supposed to be anxious. If you know me, you hear me talk about how I have anxiety. I don't want to say I have, I'm working through anxiety and depression and I worry a lot. And I remember growing up, um, with my mom, again, my mom was a single mom. My father passed away when I was 10 and I would see my mama worry all the time, like worrying about the bills, just worrying about everything, worrying about her mom, just stuff in life. She was constantly worrying. I will always see her in her chair, in her room, especially as she got older um, and she wasn't able to really like afford a lot of her bills and pay a lot of her stuff on time. I would see her in her chair and she would just cry. And But at the same time, she would say, I'm just going to give it over to God. But she's still worrying. That's not how we got to live our life. We can't be anxious. And like I said last week, when you hit that submit button, you have to give it over to God. So let me follow up with talking about worrying. When I was going through my divorce, um, like the, the, I don't know, God was speaking to me. I, I wanted to say the universe, the universe, God, whatever was speaking to me. And I used to see a lot of, um, numbers repeating themselves. And one number that I used to see repeat itself all the time, all the time was 1222. So finally I decided to put 1222 in Google and Luke 1222 came up and I'm going to read this to you from the NIV version. Luke 12, 22 says, then Jesus said to his disciples, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or about your body, what you will wear. And then verse 23 says, for life is more than food and the body more than clothes. Uh, it goes on to 24, consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn yet. God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than the birds? And this whole chapter just talks about worry. But as I was researching this, y'all, this is the same exact scriptures as Matthew 625. And I need to I need to talk to my bishop about that, because how how is it a copy and paste in the Bible? I'm confused. But anywho, I'm gonna keep on talking. Um, So 1222 that again, those numbers kept repeating myself. And when I looked it up, I saw that scripture. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Friend, you have to think about God. This is, first of all, this is Jesus talking to the disciples, but he's still talking about his heavenly father. We have to remember that God is our heavenly father. And when you think about a father figure, let's put it in perspective of human form. If you have a father and your father is like telling you what to do, he said what he said. 
and don't ask no questions. God said what he said. Do not worry and don't ask me no questions. (laughs) It's as simple as that. God does not want us to be anxious about anything in life. He does not want us to be worried, worried. So if we are under, if we are operating under the premise that God is our heavenly father, think about someone who is a um, parental figure who is trying to, (coughs) excuse me, Uh, sorry, y'all, a parental figure who is trying to lead and guide you. And God's guidance is do not worry. He's not playing with us, y'all. He said what he said. Y'all remember when your parents were like, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm not playing with you. That's how God is. God is basically saying, I'm not playing with you. (laughs) He's probably also saying, try me. Try me. He probably sitting up there looking at us, act a whole plum fool, sitting here praying, giving it over to God. And then five minutes later, we go back and worry about the same doggone thing. How stupid is that? We got to stop. The definition of insanity is what? Doing the same thing and expecting different results. How are you going to continue to do the same thing and pray and turn it over to God? But then five minutes later, you back on the floor again, crying your eyes out because that man don't want you. Ma'am, let it go. Let it go. You didn't get that job. Stop crying. You didn't get it for a reason. God is providing for you. You didn't get approved for that, that house. Let it go. Stop worrying. Something better is coming. That house wasn't meant for you. That house got termites. It's not for you, friend. If we think about it from a therapeutic perspective, my <laughs> my therapist, God bless her, because y'all, I've been in therapy since, hold up, 2019, 20, 21, 22, 23. Lord Jesus, I've been in therapy for five years. But just because y'all hear I've been in therapy for five years, I've had so much growth. Growth. I'm putting emphasis on the th- so much growth. Um, I just, I can, I, when I have my conversations with my therapist, I just sit and look back to where I was six months ago, nine months ago, and how I handle these situations differently. So with that being said, I want to kind of just give you some tips on how I try to manage my worry and anxiety. So I'm not on any medication, but I have been on anxiety pills and don't knock it until you try it. I was, you know, originally totally against medication, but I was like, something had to give. And immediately when I started taking medication, I was like, oh, yeah, this is what it feels like to not give any F's. Like, really? Like, oh, I'm at peace right now. (laughs) So if you need to, friend, get some medication. Um, Your therapist, if your therapist is a... um, um, psychologist, she can rec- recommend you to a psych- or he or she can recommend you to a psychiatrist who can prescribe medicine. Um, but another way to combat worry that I have been using is to practice self compassion and practice gratitude. That's just literally looking back over your life and saying, "God, I thank you 
I may not got that job, but thank you. I still have a job that provides for me, a job that gives me a roof over my head and food over my on my table. God, thank you that I may not have that car that I want, but the car that I have still runs and it's, it's getting me from point A to point B. I got to pray over it when I get in there and start it, but it's still doing what it needs to do. So practice gratitude and then practice self-compassion. Self-compassion is really just being kind to yourself and it's getting rid of that mindset, that negative mindset, getting rid of the negative self-talk. And one way to really um, practice removing negative self-talk, what I do to help me, um, I write out affirmations and I put them on a sticky note and I put them on my mirror in my bathroom and I look at them every morning or whenever I go to the bathroom and I just repeat them to myself. And my affirmations change over time depending on what I'm going through in my life. Um, so I, that's one thing that I suggest you do is find an affirmation or affirmations for whatever you are going through in this season of your life and use those affirmations to help you practice self-compassion. So um, those are just a few things that you can do. In addition to, again, reading your Bible, there's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of scripture in the Bible about worrying and about being anxious. And I haven't really, again, I'm nobody's theologian. I haven't really studied um, much or um, really can spit off any other scriptures to you verbatim about worry and being anxious. But I know there's a lot out there um, as I have been kind of, you know, just getting closer to God and reading my Bible every day. So check it out. But again, my favorite scripture, Luke 12, 22. Um, and then also, like I said, Matthew 6, I think it was 6, 25 says the exact same thing. Um, but check it out, friend. Make sure you read your Bible every day. Make sure you are practicing self-compassion. Make sure you are um, practicing gratitude. Friend, just make sure you spend in that dedicated time with God. I'm telling y'all every day, Spend about 15 minutes reading a few scriptures in your Bible and journaling and just work on strengthening your relationship with God. Because when you strengthen your relationship with God, your worry and your anxiety will decrease. It's not going to just change overnight because we are humans by nature. But God is our heavenly father. And as a parental figure, he is going to take care of us. Think about your father, your earthly father. Your father is here to take care of you. Your heavenly father is here to take more than <laughs> take care of you more than what your earthly father is. So God said what he said. He will do it. He's going to take care of you. And it is what it is, friend. <laughs> So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're able to walk away with some helpful tips on how to manage your worry. Um, and again, if you haven't listened to episode 18, make sure you go back and listen to that. Um, talk about, you know, hitting the submit button and giving your prayers over to God. But y'all know how I always like to end my podcast. Make sure you are doing your 24-7 self-care. What is that? That's doing something every day, 30 minutes for yourself. Mwah. Love you. Make sure you follow me on IG, Tiffany Siobhan. Mwah.